Hey guys, welcome back to Detroit Dart Talk, the first people to successfully complete the Pokedex ever. Don't look it up. In the studio today, we have no one because quarantine's still going on, so we're all at home. But we have Eric, Tim, and and Tim, me. No, no, it's still me. It's me. So, uh, guys, how, how's it been? How you guys doing? Doing good. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. FDL's almost printed, and uh, just got the uh, the. Your ABS FDL. Yeah, right? the ABS FDL that uh, people. ABCDEFG? Yeah, that people were giving input on in uh, the Discord server. Don't yeah. You owe someone a patch? Huh? I owe. You owe someone a patch. I owe Spy Mike a bandana that I still need to send. Because he already out. had a patch. Yes. I need to get that out, sent out to him. Maybe I'll take it to work with me tomorrow and stop on the way home. Do it. Put it in your bag right now. Well, my bag's downstairs and I'm upstairs. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. So I just want to say... You know say... what we should do? What's that? <laughs> I was going to say, we should talk to our special guest. No. no you, go, you go ahead, Tim. No, please. Oh, ahead. I was just going to say, I am in love. For those of you who have the Prusa printers, I am in love with the... Um, uh, what is it? The Hilt, not a Hildebrand curve. It's uh Hilbert. Hilbert curve. Thank you. Um, it just looks amazing on the top. Print. I'm convinced that uh, they designed the Hilbert curve to do top infill to mirror when you have the powder coated sheet, because that's what it looks like. It looks like the powder coated, like dimpling stipling pattern that you get. I mean, I could see that, but it was, it was, available before they had those sheets i know that yeah, they did it in preparation um, yeah maybe they did <laughs> um, but it, it's a cool it's a really cool uh pattern it, it's kind of it gives in my mind it's like kind of almost like a tactical look like almost like a camo or something yeah yeah the way it prints out yeah it, it's really nice i ended up reprinting my uh um barrel outers uh I, again <laughs> in abs so that they would have the pattern to match the side panels did you really? Oh. Yeah. Well, and then I also decided since I was reprinting, I would uh, do the Picatinny portion in gray. So I did a filament swap. So it'll match the Picatinny on the top. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. But I've only printed one side, reprinted one side, because I'm going to wait until someone finishes a uh, a dick butt uh, right side panel so that I can. I never said I was going to do that, but maybe I will eventually. I think, <laughs> I think it needs to be you mad bro or something else in the other. Other side. You mad pro, yeah. Actually, I want to do um, I want to do a custom panel for um, Bob and our local Nerf group. I offered to do his logo. He's done a lot of Griffins lately, so I just want to put his logo in a in a grip panel or a set of grip panels for him to put on those blasters because he always does that on his Strife builds or his Rapid Strikes that he does. Okay. And uh, he doesn't have that fun detail for his Griffin builds, so want to want to get him a little little custom piece like that to use on his prints. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Something like a signature. I just haven't had time on the computer. I, this is not the right audience for for that. But yeah, I'm gonna. I have some designing on the back burner that I need to really do. But um, but yeah. So we uh, we have a good segment today with uh, our special guest uh, Meeker who joined us. So why don't we go ahead and uh, roll into that section? Yeah, just jump into it. So, oh. I mean, what are we gonna talk about for Meeker? Are we gonna talk about his current projects or? Yeah, let's talk about current projects because I mean, Meeker, we're, we're... We're just pretty freeform. We just kind of go with it. Okay. Um, if you just want to like talk about your process and like your what you're working on, like what the MK32 might be, is that what we're on 32? I think well, so. Yes and no. 
So I, <laughs> I, I love that answer. A lot of the numbers without having finished a lot of the blasters. So like Mark 19, 21 or 22, 23, 24, 25, 26 uh, are not actually finished. Please tell me 31's finished. 31 is the wand. Yeah. So that one. That one's good, right? I mean, I, Tim, I can designed you, it and Tim, released can you it print me 31? <laughs> can, you, can you print me 31, Tim? I'll use it. I will try to have a 31 printed for you before Saturday. If not, if not before Saturday, just whenever. I think it'd be funny to use. I honestly thought just, it was a sex toy. I really did. I, I it could it be. A joke. Hey, I, here, anything's a sex toy if you're brave enough. And I was like, oh shoot, I'm not opening whatever this picture is that this random Facebook user sent me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh random Facebook users are the best. Always trust them. <laughs> I saw that. I was just like, I didn't know. I didn't really know the history there. And I was just like, oh. Okay. I didn't realize this for April first. I thought it was serious. No, it was it was released on April first with a bunch of other stuff that was all fake. <laughs> I mean, it's serious in that I see no reason that it won't work. But it's yeah. Not I mean, it seems effective. I've done no testing at all. <laughs> I'm gonna brass it. <laughs> brass it. Yeah. I mean, I guess nine sixteenths would work for that. Uh, for it's a starts. wand and a core sampler. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the most effective Eric I can be. Oh, yeah. It's for both be number... and melee. <laughs> yeah. Super serial. It's, like, it's like the the pistol knife for when you need to shoot and stab someone at the same time. Absolutely. I've seen people build those, and I'm just like, you show up to an actual battle with one of those, nobody's going to let you play with that. Nobody. Yeah. Well, so who's going to let you get close enough to stab them? At, at our, or at the, so I'm in uh, the Pacific North, Northwest, so we've got, um, I, I always say at Panic, but it's Panic or whatever. Um, and we have a lot of melee players. And there are a couple guys that do build gunblades and field them. Um, but they, I mean, since we're melee heavy already anyway, I think it's okay. Yeah, I suppose that's not so bad. Yeah, two more let me use melee. No. I, yeah. I'm of the opinion it needs to be ridiculously soft like oh no i'm gonna use like enforce if it's not like a pillow it's gonna fight, bludgeon out, a right? child yeah no no you don't i mean even enforce i enforce is hard think like it is we allow it in our words but i feel like in in my stuff it's like you use a part of a pool noodle with nothing else uh unmodified foam like <laughs> very 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 basic because uh, i mean we're in a we're in a nerf war people aren't expecting to go you know on boffing and they're not ready for the hits and they're not paying attention to where the hits are coming from um so having any kind of solid core in there to me seems like a bad idea yeah if you want but, go, um, uh, go go larp yeah and there are plenty yeah, of we had that, that inner incorporate nerf and yep uh combat melee yeah. well and i think that's the thing our group i think has a lot of larpers in it and so that's why we have a lot more uh melee allowed than some groups do. Yeah. Um, it's also like, it's almost like cheating. I mean, I have a little, like, you know, a foam knife that I made that's my hand plus eight inches or something. And I, I can, I can wipe the other team with that thing. <laughs> do you just, how big is your, sh- I mean, do they allow big shields? What's the reason that makes They do allow so pretty effective? big shields. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They allow shields and they allow them to be pretty big. Um, 
megas tag the shields but don't destroy them and missiles destroy in theory missiles destroy anything they hit but i don't know that we've really enforced that very heavily um no it's just melee is super effective if you get behind the line and they don't know you're there yeah you have yeah. infinite rof and and uh reload and fp and um you know you don't have to reload or anything where the darts are just not that accurate they're not that fast so, I mean, you can get back there with a melee thing and tag four or five guys out before they even know what's going on. Silent but deadly. Very silent, very deadly. Nobody ever did that. I, I actually think that would have been fun to have, like, a ninja in Detroit Dark Club, but nobody ever really ran with that. No one would let me. I wanted yeah. to. But every time I'm just like, yeah, just let me use it. Let me use a fucking sword. It's yeah, like, you can't so do that. I'm just like, oh, come on. I guess it's, that's why I said no. <laughs> yeah. It's not about the gear. It's about how you play it. You yeah. can be a ninja. Just go hide in a bush, wait for everybody to stop realizing you're there, then walk up behind them and tag them in the back of the head with a hammer shot. <laughs> Perfect. Of course we did used to go outside. I miss when we used to be able to go outside, but that door got locked up. So that was a bummer. We used to when be did able we to, go like, outside. We well, like, no, I, only I mean, like you to, did that. One person did that. All the I went with a group of like three people one time that I remember because poor Connor's uh, employees were like they were done for the day and they were outside on like a smoke break. And we come running around the corner outside the building and kind of scared them. And then was that the same time that homeless guy came in the building? Uh, no, homeless guy came later after um, that after that door got locked because there was all the gym equipment and stuff in there. Yeah, so. but it was that same day, right? No, 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 totally separate times. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, totally separate times. Homeless dude was the one time. That was the same night we had the uh, the creepy person. Not like there was somebody knocking on a door. On yeah, the looking side for of the someone. alley yeah. of the building, looking for someone. Like, nah, dude, you got to get out of here. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know who you're looking for. So it's in here. Yeah. Is your field all inside then? Yep. Well, yeah. it, depends, yeah, then, it depends on where we well, play. We, yeah, I mean, the we Dark do, Club is all inside. Yeah, we do regular park wars and inside. stuff too. But So the the Detroit Dark Club is in a, um industrial, like a warehouse. And he, he has... Who, Whoops. Tom, what are you doing? I'm not. I'm doing nothing. That was me. I, I'm cleaning out a cage. I dropped it. Notice I'm playing I, Minecraft. Notice how I immediately blamed Tom. Sorry, Tom. I I knew you would. I knew you. <laughs> Sorry, knew, I hear me you're playing with it. I'm just like I know I'm gonna get blamed for this. So, <laughs> so the the building is basically set up in a U shape, and he had at one point he had four arenas: two on one one side of the U, and two on the other. Um, and he gave up. Oh. He gave up the left side, so he still has two arenas. Plus, kind of like a hallway entry area, and then he's got the VR arena now, and then he's got a few back rooms that all kind of like corridor and lead into each other. So there are a couple of ways where you can like go around and flank to give more of a, like a like a maze type, you know, moving through a building experience. Yeah, it's very very cool um, like that. But then also he has the two arenas that he can just open up into one big play area, and and honestly, a lot of our our HVZ game types. Um, bank on those arenas and then when we play uh, Ion Rush at the Dark Club we just use the two arenas because it's it's just big enough to fit the Ion Rush rule set Is it uh, an open arena with light cover or do you have like boxes stacked it's, up in there? It's moderate cover I would say so there's uh, so like canola oil drums, uh, yeah. like uh, Costco so brand buckets in each of the um, in each of the yeah. two two halves. So you got mm -hmm. two two full arena setups. In each half, you have a base, which is kind of just like an angled, um, 
wall. Like it's a plywood comes, structure. Yeah. Oh, and yep. it, it like comes out and then angles back some. And that's where most of the blasters are stored. And then you have a tower mm-hmm. on the opposite wall on the same side. And then the other team's side is mirrored. Yep. And then if you open up the curtain in the center of the two arenas, you have the same setup for the other arena. So you end up with eight pieces of cover in the full arena. And then he also has okay. then he also has fifty five gallon canola oil drums and uh, you know big uh, Tupperware totes and stuff for. But for it sounds like cover. if somebody if somebody stood up, you'd have line of sight across pretty much the whole field. Uh, yeah, yeah. It depends on where they are because the towers are probably six feet tall. Okay, it, it, you could hide behind those, but I mean you could see yeah. almost the whole thing. Yes. so it would be hard yeah. to sneak. Yeah, if you're if you're um, standing up, okay. somebody has line of sight on you, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, people do it though. You just got to crawl. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but the, run really fast. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's much really it's yeah. much heavier cover than you than you would have seen at Foam Pro Tour or something like that. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. perfectly symmetrical, so it makes for some very interesting gameplay. Um, we were the, we were convinced we had an advantage going in to Foam Pro Tour because of how our cover is set up, and it causes us to to mm-hmm. rush and play a lot more aggressively. And it totally wasn't the case, but it made us feel no. good going into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you are a liability because you're used to more cover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, in the, and it showed in the panic field, it's basically just a forest with a big building in the middle. Yeah. Um, and it's not like a heavy forest, you know, kind of like a more of an East coast forest where there's a lot of ground in between, not really any bushes, like a tree here. And, you know, 30 or 40, 50 feet away, another tree. And you can hide behind the tree, but that's it. But um, in the, most of the games we're playing, it's, you know, pretty helter-skelter. There's 50, 60 players on the field. So you run around and they don't necessarily know that you're not on their team. Um, so you get covered by anonymity. Uh, um, would we have th- seen this field in any popular YouTuber videos? Uh, Walcom. Yeah, Xavier. Walcom. Okay, so it's uh, that group. Lance. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all of them everyone of them. up there <laughs> every single <Yeah>. one <laughs> so often and regularly sure yeah um the other field that i played on is my church we have an old i think built in the turn of the century building that was added on to half a dozen times and so there's three floors but then each floor has steps in it so there's like five or six levels to the thing. Oh, wow. Uh, and you can get from one side of the Ooh. building to the other. Uh, besides on on the main level, you can get there a couple of different ways. And then you can go in the basement and you can get all the way across the building. And then you can go upstairs and jump around and then go down and go under. So it's basically a Halo level in real life when we play there. Um, <laughs> and that is pretty awesome. And it's, it's amazingly well set up. Like there's corridors that have just the right length of view that you can like pretty much range the corridor uh, all the way with, you know, near stock or super stock blasters. And then there's other places that are a lot tighter that you can just pop up on people without them even knowing. So that that is awesome to play in. And we do the same thing. It'll be, you know, 40 to 60 people on the field at a time going just nuts. <laughs> Sounds really fun. Yeah. It is really fun. Right, that one, so the first field sounded familiar, but the second one, is that is that on video? Or is, is it Damaged Darts came out one time and did a video. Um, But as far as I know, they're the only ones that have. 
I have to look that up. The the seeing really cool fields like that, like Aldos's uh, parkour arena, you know, that's an awesome mm-hmm. field. It's a very cool place to play. The Detroit Dark Club. There are some really really good videos out there of play, um, but it's not like super common or super popular. I'll have to look it up. I don't do. Yeah, a lot of if it, like uh, Buff Daddy, <laughs> Buff Daddy probably has the most footage. Other okay. than Con- I mean, Connor other has- other than Detroit Dark Club himself. Yeah. Detroit Dark Club has the best footage because he acts like a free-floating camera. So he'll yeah. like essentially just walk around with his Osmo and get stable, you know, stabilized footage of various battles taking place. So it's a little harder to follow oh, the cool. story of a player, but you can see the battle happening from both sides as he kind of walks around between the arenas. Yeah, which cool. would probably be more interesting. The The footage that the guys got when they were out, I watched it and I was like, mm, that, that doesn't really show well what we're doing. Yeah. Um, it it does show a little bit that, I mean, you can just pop out out of anywhere in some of these places. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool with a with a Nerf knife, right? Yeah, well, I didn't. I don't allow melee there because it's with kids, and oh uh, yeah, kids and melee are no go. No. No. Yeah, it's yeah, Eric. Shh, we've heard. Everyone's heard the story. It's the kids, the kid has moved on. I've moved on. We've all moved on. Yeah, <laughs> so the kid was actually super cool with it too. I was just like, oh, yeah. He was, he was fine. Yeah, he was. He was like hundred percent fine. <laughs> he works like, it's like covered. It's out. okay. Yeah, he only lost some limbs. <laughs> the ones that don't he's, matter. Yeah, he's got most of them. It's fine. He has like seventy-five percent of them. Okay. Left hand, you don't need that. Right hand, all the way. Yeah, <laughs> doors right. You know, move a mouse. All good. Anyways. So what's your where does your list of blasters come from? What's the what's the story behind the long list of blasters? What the whole list? Of, like yeah, the, what made you think like my, like you started an Excel sheet? You told us at one point like you had an Excel yep. sheet. And you just what you you auto filled down to MK seven thousand five hundred thirty two or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had I made that list initially because I was losing track of my designs. Um, and so I made it to keep track of what I had built, when I had built it, uh, what like what the goal of the project was and where I was in that project. Um, and since doing that, that's really frozen up a lot of my uh, numbering progress moving forward because there are a lot of blanks in there. If you look through it, there's a lot of numbers that are like in progress or on hold or, um, you know, they're... I think one of them is the turkey because I was trying to build a turkey that Heath Pants did, and I'm thinking about taking that number away and making it a, a number that I've designed. Because um, initially, the whole list was blasters that I have built or designed. Because I started out, and it was like the far <laughs> was a number. Uh, the first blaster I ever built, which was a piece of CVP pipe and uh, a plunger and two extension cords or extension springs, like for a screen door on a bolt. That would fire <laughs> is on there. Um, so everything up, in, yeah. Yeah, everything up until like Mark 8 was um, me building somebody else's blaster. And then uh, the Mark 8 was the first one that I really did and came up with and um, documented and published well, um, which is, I mean, it's a Snapoid pullback, but it was designed for Nerf Haven's contest to just be a really easy homemade Nerf blaster. Um, and it still is, but we don't use those techniques anymore. So a lot of people don't know how to get the stuff that we used in that, that building. It's surgical tube and PVC pipe. I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. looks nice. 
And a uh, your trigger was a clothespin. Yep, that's a snap trigger. Nice. Oh man, that was all before my time. How long have you been? How long have you been in the game? Obviously, since uh, well, this is 2013 when you put this out. So. Yep. Uh, 2005 online as Meeker. Um, I've been playing with and using Nerf blasters, you know, in in life since almost since there were Nerf blasters. Um, I mean, I had like the new inbox, like the missile storm or whatever, when it came out. Uh, and that was one of the first, uh, first Nerf branded lines, I think in like early nineties, late eighties, um, the cyber strike line and the max strike line. And I grew up playing with those all the time, but, and, uh, what happened to Meekers one through five? Those, uh, let's see. One, I don't know where, I don't know what happened to it. I had it for a while, and then I think it just disappeared in one of my moves. Um, well, well, you go by Meeker 6, so are these like the bodies that you hid? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so so you, you hid the bodies of Meeker 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, and now you're on 6, and that one really stuck? Well, it's kind of like, it, maybe it's more like Pokemon. Like, there's stage <laughs> 1 Meeker, stage 2, this is the stage 6 Meeker. Um no, actually, what it was from was uh, there was a, a game I'd play growing up called Escape Velocity, and I just named my ships Meeker and then whatever number I was on. And usually five or six was the top tier ship that I would get. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. And so that's, that's where that came from. And then the Meeker name, there's a local historical figure named Meeker, but spelled with two E's. And uh, it came from that and hearing... Bunsen and Beaker on the Muppets and mishearing Beaker as Meeker because he says meep, meep, meep all the time. Yeah. Um, so that's, <laughs> nice. where the, that's where that all came from. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's very cool. I have a fun name like that. Yeah. And I feel I like, like I need to put more thought into my accounts. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of snuck up on me that it stuck and stayed that way. And I mean, I've had it for so long now that I really can't change it. So. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck with it. So, so yep. Meeker 7 win? Is that the question? I feel like yeah. I'm asking Tom's questions. <laughs> yeah. Tom, yeah. your seven win. Uh, That'll probably tomorrow, be on like the four days ago. guy in a in a cybernetic tank. Oh, that'd uh, be cool. With like just Starcraft Dragoon at the top. Yeah, yeah well, with a VR headset on because yeah. we live in VR. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I can't wait to get a VR headset or system one day. Oh, that is that is going to be just a treat when we actually have a sp- enough space to do something like that. Yeah, I was going to get one, but then I realized that I have nowhere inside to do it other than, like, out on the patio. Yeah, that's not inside. Yeah. Sweaty face central. I don't know. That'll probably be always be the limit for it anyways, but... Um, what, having a sweaty face? Well, just indoor space. It's not It's not practical for people if you... Unless you want to sit on the couch and play it, which is fine for a lot of situations, but if you ever want to, like, have build those scale... Omnidirectional uh, uh, yeah. trackpad things. I've yeah, seen ready for those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be it's really cool. It's like, uh, you know, Connor, I think Connor's little space with the VR is really nice. It's like a perfect spot to go do it. You have a nice air conditioned large square that you can play the game in. So, like, that that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like that. Um, did you guys have any, any other uh, Nerf questions? <laughs> uh, so. Do you, when you play, do you usually use one of your own blasters or a 3D printed blaster? Or do you, do you play with like a Strife or something? Uh, it depends on what I'm allowed to do. Um, if in, in Panic, when I'm allowed to use a shield, the, the best combo I've had so far is a hammer shot, shield, and the knife. Um, 
it, I made the Opinicus and the Mark 26, which is kind of derived from that and uh, modified um, to, to fit within that rule set. So in theory, I could use one of those there, but we haven't had a game um, that's not been raining since I, I built that one. So I haven't been able to test it. Um, I also, if I'm not allowed to use the shield or if I don't want to, the Mark 18 has been my go-to for a while now. Okay. Yeah, we had one of those running around the club for a while. We did? Uh, yeah. And my uh, one of my buddies, he built one. And oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It, was, it wasn't too, it was kind of, I liked it. Yeah, it's it was just cool. It's interesting. Small. He, he liked yeah. it because it was like compact. It's super versatile. It, I mean, if you want, it's a shotgun pistol. Uh, it's a just a regular front loader's single shot pistol. It's also got break action. I just oh, made... I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Never mind. <laughs> I picked the, the wrong number. 16, I think. Yeah. The, the 16's a flywheeler. Yep. Yeah. I've used that. Uh, that one is a lot of fun to use, but it, like I said, it burns through mags, and I don't like burning through mags like that. Um, no, the 18 is the super, super adaptable, basically a rainbow pistol. I've been meaning um, to make one of those. It does look like fun. Oops. It's just there's so many things I can do with it that I just I always go to it like most of the time I have mine with a, a three round shell on the front and I just use it as a front loader and if I've got two darts in there I, or you know one dart or whatever I'll plug two of the holes in my fingers and just use it that way uh, and I like it a lot chills 32 has been doing a crazy amount of things with his um, yeah I saw I saw posting about it on r slash nerf and he inspired me to make a a couple of fixed break action shells where you you know you break it open in the barrels in there rather than having a sledge fire shell or a spring thunder shell or whatever um and he had one that hit 197 plus or minus one fps jeez yeah <laughs> wow that's crazy wow <laughs> he said he hit us like a, a sign like some street sign or something 120 feet out like four out of four times or something like that <laughs> like, that's ridiculous dang. That's impressive. Nerf science. I can't wait to... I'd love to know more about... Somebody needs to study like the actual ballistics. Like Someone at like not like a high school level, but like really like a PhD level about foam ballistics. Go see, look like... up Doom and Bolt Sniper. Oh, okay. Well, I, will. Um, I was going to say, I think there's a couple people who have... They both have PhDs, I think, and in either ballistics or fluid dynamics and have studied Nerf projectile physics. Um, there's a couple of published papers and I can probably link you to some of them. Um, I would be very interested to read that because I think about it, it's, it, it must not be common knowledge because there's people, the, when designing blasters, I, I don't hear, I haven't heard about it, but people are not finding consistency very often. Like a consistent blaster is rare. And is that projectile or blaster? I mean, I don't know well, if, it, if chills if can make a consistent 197 plus or minus one blaster. That that seems like a build issue. It's it is very much a build quality uh, thing. There's there's a few people who are really good at doing the builds in a quality way, like uh, Thanicles, um, Chills, um, Cardia. Anybody that follows him, um, where you can if you spend the time optimize the blaster and optimize the barrel and optimize the seals and get everything working perfectly and get that kind of really tight consistency. Um, you have to have a certain amount of plunger volume and a certain amount of, you know, other requirements to be able to hit that. But those base requirements aren't too hard to get to. A lot of blasters can hit that kind of number if you want. 
Interesting. Yeah. I don't know most, much about that. Most of Bolt Sniper's... The, the thing I'm thinking of for Bolt Sniper was that he figured out... And I have not seen this broken in 10 or 15 years of looking. But he figured out that the maximum range for a dart, a 50 cal dart, was about 330 feet. With infinite power behind it. That's how far it'll go given Dragon Atmosphere. Um, and I think that was even at like 45 degree angle, whatever you want to do. Um, and I have yet to see anybody break that. The 330 feet? Yeah. Give, like give a drain take. blaster yep. or something? Yeah, I think his number, his chart... Uh, went vertical at like five or 600 FPS. Um, and the, the range that it would hit was about, you know, about 330. I saw uh, what boom Tendo or whoever hit 400 something with a boom dart, but that's a 40 cal. Um, that's different, different dynamics. I'm looking at bolt snipers work. He made a very realistic looking yep. rifle. Uh, he yeah. made several. <laughs> he made one that even used actual rifle mags and maybe shells. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, that that is a that is an actual casing or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that is a airsoft magazine, maybe. Maybe it's a real I, firearm magazine. I don't. Know. He, I forget. No, I think it's an actual AR magazine. <laughs> wow, I think it was fun stuff. <laughs> Paint your paint your blaster black and play in traffic, right? Yeah. We could get we could get away with these things twenty years ago. Yeah, you people could. didn't no. care. It was fine. We were playing tag in the woods. Who cared? Now people care. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Paintball guns have looked like real, you know, realistic for a long time. You know, airsoft. Well, they they, like they just are real guns. The woods, the woods yeah. ball ones look. You know, yeah, they actually look more like real firearms now than they used to. That's yeah. true. Well, in the airsoft, like I used to play airsoft with my friends in the backyard or in the woods or in the street or whatever, and we had to stop doing that. And one of the reasons I switched to Nerf was because we kept getting the cops called on us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I. What are we doing on time? We're about so 30 there's there's one thing I just wanted to I just wanted to have a little spiel about. So I don't know. I don't know if you guys have heard about these like post-apocalyptic airsoft things. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I was watching a guy called Swamp Sniper who hosts at his arena. Dude, those look so much fun. That sounds uh, like fun. They look. It looks like an insane amount of fun. It's like a weekend where like each day you're trying to fulfill one goal, and it, it just looks like an insane amount of fun. It reminds me a lot of what uh what Scotty and all those guys were describing Godfall as. I brought it up to you guys about like looking into one of those, and I think the answer was, ah, I don't want to have to get a new loadout, new gear, and everything. So, I I did look into it. The only ones like near us are kind of kind of lame. There's Virginia. It's not like you'd have to travel for it, but there's a big field in Virginia. Um, Wait, we're in Virginia. Ballahack. I think it's Ballahack. That sounds like Southern Virginia to me. Yeah. Ballahack, y'all. Yeah, Ballahack, yeah. y'all. Southern Virginia just has a lot of like. It has a lot of random named towns. Like there's a uh, there's Jamaica. If you want to go to Jamaica, you just have to go to Virginia. It's probably closer to go to the real Jamaica. Hey, uh, yeah. no, it's not. Only Never Michigan no, it's has not. both hell and paradise in less than a three hour drive from each other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We have paradise nice. here. Top paradise. Is there really a paradise over there? Is that because yeah. you love because you really like it, or that's the town name? No, it's it, uh, it's the camp. At Mount Rainier is called Paradise. Oh, well, that's nice. Well, what are you gonna do about that, Tim? Do, do you have a hell? Because we have hell. I don't uh, know. We do. We yeah. do have hell. Seven devils. 
and wow, that's a much more that's a much more badass name. <laughs> I think that's in northeastern Oregon or southeastern Washington, kind of the Badlands over there. Kind of hard to know. Not many people go there. Yeah, because there's seven devils there. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also a couple hundred miles away from anything. Okay. Yeah, that, that's just a detail. <laughs> I looked it up. Yeah, it's like hiking, maybe biking yep. trails off of Paradise to McClure Rock. Yep, yep, like yep. Cool. Looks nice. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful place. I'm a, oh, it's uh, snow skiing as well. Ooh. Mm-hmm. In the Ooh, big... winter and sometimes the summer. Ooh, very nice, very <laughs> nice. I'm a big outdoors kind of person. It's I mean, it's, been it's rustic me not to go mountain biking. You have to hike yourself up and then ski down, but because it's a national park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes each one of your runs a little more meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a bear there. Oh, that's cool. We have the black bears. I think it's black bears out here. Probably yep. black bears. I'm, I'm not too This far was from. a brown black bear. Oh, interesting. So it was smaller than a grizz. It was not so a grizzly. It, it had been out in the sun a whole lot, a whole lot you know, getting a, sun, getting a yeah. tan or a uh, sun bleach <laughs> hair. <laughs> yeah, you can't rely on the color of the bear to know whether or not, how it's going to maul you. It's, no. it's all the size. Yeah. Small, black bear, it'll climb up and maul you. Large, grizzly bear, it'll knock the tree down and maul you. <laughs> well, no, so with the grizzly bear, you can play dead and you'll be mostly fine. If it decides to let you be mostly fine. Well, they, they're not scavengers, so they, they won't go after something if it's dead. <laughs> so, just pretend you're dead, I guess. I feel like we're spreading information we probably shouldn't be spreading. Don't hey. don't take Tom's advice on this. Don't take, take Tom's advice, advice for this. I will True fight fact. a bear to prove this. If Do your own a bear research. is near you, play dead, and you will not die, according to Detroit Park <laughs> Talk. Oh, yeah. no. Now it's going on yeah. a t-shirt yeah. or something. Tom, I, no, Tom, I, wish I knew you were an influencer. <sighs> I have, I where's, my, where's my influencer shirt? I thought you lost your influencer shirt. I found it the other day. Oh, damn. That's a shame. So it's it's a it's a shirt that says in like maybe like size fifteen font just right across the chest influencer. I've so that's my influencer shirt. With those yeah. before, but I do it ironically because yeah, I hate yeah. the term. Yeah. I think it's something I saw ironically on Facebook or something. But <laughs> it's half ironic for Tom. Mostly ironic. <laughs> Everything I do is mostly ironic, unless it's funny. Then then it's entirely intentional. I'm just kidding. No, it is a funny shirt. I do like that shirt. I was yeah, it's, it's I not a shirt. It in a long time. I wore it like yesterday. I thought you said you lost it and you just found it. So you didn't. Yeah, I just it. found okay. it like yesterday. All right. Well, you you better wear that to Nerf and let everybody know that you're a hardcore influencer. Yeah. Get your get your hashtag free stuff. We haven't said that in a long time. Uh, I'm actually being sent hashtag free stuff. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, Slater ah. sending me a care package all the way from uh, New Zealand. Nice. You're getting Ooh. more than one free stuff now that I think about it. What? You're getting more than one free stuff now that I think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that one. What? Get some, get some uh, blaster upgrades. Being all cryptic yeah, uh, Jackie and Jester are giving me, like... What was that, Tim? Being all cryptic You're gonna get there. you. Well, I didn't want to, yeah. like, say it. I mean, it's no big deal. It's just, like, failed prints, right? Or oh, Yeah, it's yeah. failed prints. Gotcha. So it's prints where people change their mind on the color. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, well, that's still nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like I don't I don't care about color all that much, so I'll take it. Yeah, they they get from time to time they get stuck with color changes. We've heard. Yeah, I get to print a Wii Anyways. now because I have a uh, 
uh, shorty or uh, um, semi tail now. I just picked that up today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you were doing before you came on, right? Yep. Yeah. So. All right. Well, guys, I am about out of time. Okay. So. You got you got a shout out. Good talking to you. Who do you want to shout? I don't out? know. Shout somebody out. Quick. Quick. Shout somebody Hurry. out. Bolt sniper. Bolt there you go. He's a legend. Yep. See you, Mike. All right. Bye. See you. Good night. Shout out. Ah, uh, that's a shout out. Uh, shout out Slater for being Slater. We love him. Dude, shout out to JSPB because I think their new uh, their new MagFed Mag in Grip spring powered pistol design is super interesting, like a really unique concept. Um, they're cyber. They have, they're doing like a cyber tech or cyber something line, um, cyber ninja maybe. Anyways, yeah. cool stuff. Shout out Tim for being Tim and hosting a Nerf War at his house. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, and shout out to Containment Crew. Cool. And- you know, I know you guys are going through a lot right now. We'll, uh, yeah, you're in our thoughts. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, on a, on a, that somber note. Yeah. Until next everyone, time, everybody. Yeah, everyone have a good, have a good week. Stay safe. Don't, don't get hurt.